0: This is Your Financial Power Hour with Carl and Jason Kreiderman from Great Lakes Investment Advisor. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Carl and Jason provide their clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful strategies to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals and now here is your financial power hour with carl and jason Kreiterman.
1: well welcome listeners to your financial empower hour this is jason Kreiterman. thank you for tuning in today we're going to have an awesome show for you today and talk about a lot of topics you may have heard us talk about on the show before but again probably some topics you haven't heard us talk about and obviously always very important vital information for you to be learning about when you're considering your retirement and finances into and through an awesome retirement but before we get into our show today i want to bring back on board my co-host mr tony shore tony welcome
0: well thanks once again for having me on your show jason i uh, love it and uh we were talking a bit before the show uh, about all the topics we have to cover today, because there's a lot going on out there. But uh, <laughs> yeah. before we get into that, uh, I wanted to tell you I've had an amazing week. I've been since the last time we talked. I've been really busy, and of course, last weekend enjoyed some of the football games. Probably one of the best weekends for pro football there ever has been. Well,
1: for sure. Uh,
0: yeah. Uh, so I'm glad I got an opportunity to do that in between all the errands and the honeydew list my wife gave me. Right. <laughs> Uh, how about you? How have you been? Are you keeping busy?
1: Yeah, oh, well, busy as ever, Tony. As you know, like you say, the the wife has the honeydew lists, And of course, <laughs> I have some of my own lists. And then uh, sure. right now with the kids, um, it just keeps us super busy. Uh, Lexi and Josie are in busy in band as well as competitive cheer and as well as competitive travel gymnastics. Wow. Uh, so, yeah, that keeps us going. So usually between <laughs> running them uh, practices three, four, five days a week, and then this past weekend they both had cheer competitions as well as uh, gymnastics meets. Uh, and that's just wow. the girls. Yeah, and then we have Carson, the 8-year-old, and, uh, <laughs> and and our boy's busy too. So right now he's doing basketball, which I oh, believe boy. we're into our last week of, uh, of basketball. And he also does inside baseball training during the winter months. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah, Tony. So between the three kids, you know, sometimes I I wonder how we ever have time to get to the honeydew list and sometimes (laughs) even to work and just have our social lives.
0: Well, you know what? Uh, I'll tell you what, Jason, uh, I'm right there with you because I have three kids. But, okay. Yeah. But here's the deal. I remember those days because my kids were all in activities like that. You know, you just list them off. I mean, my one daughter was in everything she could be a part of. <laughs> she was in band. She was in soccer. She was in 4-H. She was oh, yeah. in softball. I mean, you, you name it. Uh, same with my son, my, my two oldest and my youngest was in soccer and band. So- uh, but now they're all of driving age. I oh, only okay. have one that's still left in high school. The other mm-hmm. two are college age. In fact, my oldest graduated college last year and is going on to grad school oh, or med, med school. So, wow, so wonderful. Uh, but there's there's good and bad with that. You, no more running the kids all over the place. It's <laughs> It's a great feeling. But they are driving their own vehicles. And mm-hmm. so you're paying. The pocketbook hurts a lot more when they hit driving age if you're covering their insurance. And that type and gas. Sure. But, 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 uh, you also have to worry about them driving.
1: So, yeah, there's a lot of that that comes along. You know, that's what my oldest is 14, and that's what she keeps saying, you know, dad, I'll be able to drive. And and I'm like, well, that's great because then, you know, you'll be able to help take your your little brother and sister, and you'll be able to help mom and dad with all this. And then, you know, my wife and I look at each other and think, do, but do we realize what that brings along the stress and anxiety and, yeah. and, you know, emotional of, of our daughters out there on the road. And of course the financial and the, yeah, yeah, it's, it's funny. A, it's a whole nother phase of life, but uh, it, it is, and it by is. all means, we don't want to rush it just to get a helper with the driver. Cause as you know, Tony, thinking about two of your kids, one graduated college and one in college and. Boy, they grow so fast, and as our listeners know out there today, I it mean, flies by. Oh, it flies by, and, and you know these are times that um, yes, it's busy, it's stressful, it's hectic. But I know someday we're going to look back, and Amy and I are going to be sitting on the couch together and thinking, I w- wish we had a basketball game or a gymnastics meet or a cheer yeah. competition or base- we wish we had somewhere to go or something to go to because the kids yeah. will be be off and gone before we know it.
0: Well, that's a great point, Jason, and that's why I I, I love you and what you have to say on the show because right there. You've got to enjoy what you have. Absolutely, you know what I mean. You got to learn to appreciate what you have uh, instead of complaining about it. Because that's that's right. You, you're going to get to a point where you wish you had a your child's activity to mm-hmm. go to to see them mm-hmm. because they'll be off living their own life and that's having right, their own yep. family. So. <laughs> Uh, that's so true. We're seeing that happen already. My son just got engaged. I cannot believe it. It seems to me, he's just this little six year old boy (laughs) running around and I'm like, wait a minute, he can't get engaged. So, uh, you know, he's, he's graduated from college. So, uh, but our topic today, I know uh, before the show, I told you, I've got to ask you about what's going on with the markets.
1: It's crazy out there. Mm It really is, Tony. You know, we did have a good talk before the show and, and uh, for all of our listeners out there today, you know, some of the questions and concerns that might be going through your mind in the last, well, let's just say since January 1st, I mean, with looking at what the stock market has done and especially last week, you know, there's there's so much going on out there as Tony and I were talking that um, not only here between our own borders, but geopolitically and things with Russia and, you know, then we look at what, you know, we think, gee, we're we're eighteen months, two years into this COVID stuff and don't don't we have a handle on it yet. And everything's getting better and unemployment and taxes, there's just so much going on out there that uh Tony, as you and I were talking before the show, that's really what what we what, what our vision and our goal is when we put on these radio shows and we host all of our educational classes, which we do uh usually about two a month. Um, you know, we're doing twenty four to thirty so classes per year. And we sit down with families and help educate and empower them, not only with their own money, but what the heck is going out there in the world today? What's going on out there in the stock market with our taxes? And how does that, how might that impact you not only today, but in the next five years, 10 years or into and through retirement? And uh, what I can't stress enough is Tony and I were talking before the show is, People need to be aware of everything that's going on out there today. We have to be very conscious, aware, and respectful of that. Uh, But we also have to be very careful not to make the wrong decisions at the wrong times. And and that's really if people think back to 2001, 2008, a couple of our last uh, most drastic stock market corrections, those families that were kind of prepared for that in in one aspect and were able to ride through that and not make drastic knee-jerk reactions during those times – they generally came out the other end and fared a little bit better than those investors that uh, weren't prepared, uh, weren't doing things ahead of time to do what we call plan for the best, but prepare for the worst. Uh, they weren't prepared and maybe made some knee-jerk reactions and wrong decisions at the wrong times. Uh, might even have been the right decision to make, but it was just wrong timing. Those investors usually didn't come out as well and fare as well coming out the other side, Tony.
0: Sure. And uh, a lot of times we're recording this uh, show a few days before it airs. And uh, this morning I saw the headline on CNBC was uh, the Dow falls a thousand points in seventh straight down day as stocks head for worst month. So it's the worst month we've had since March of 2020. It sure
1: is. Yep. When COVID and, hit.
0: Yeah. So so it's it's not great right now. And, no, it's uh, not. And and a lot of for a lot of the reasons you just named. Uh, but that's why you need a plan in place so you don't have to panic. And I think a lot of people panic or get emotional when they see the market having this downswing, right?
1: Oh, well, sure they do. It's and that's natural, you know, for our listeners out there today, and anytime our phone rings, or anytime we sit down with families that we represent, um, you know, we tell them any of these feelings that you're having of anxiety or stress or maybe even that slight panic of what's going on with the market and our money and Those feelings are natural. That's okay. That's normal. However, we try to set your mind and those feelings at ease for the families that we work for, letting you know that we've already built the, we've planned for the best inside of your portfolio and we've already planned for the worst or prepared for the worst. So knowing that, yeah, things are volatile. Things are going crazy. The Dow just had its, you know, those drastic numbers and the worst um, one month period since when COVID hit, you know, those are definitely concerning uh, concerning, uh, situations out there today. And and we want you to be aware of those, but we don't want you to focus on those. Uh, we, we really, we believe that if you were, if your portfolio was well diversified, uh, well balanced, well managed, that you really can be prepared for those times to come because there's probably more of them in our future. Uh, some in the near future and in the, in the, in the distant future. So having that comfort and peace of mind to know that your portfolio and your team behind you and behind your portfolio, that we're waiting. We're here, we're waiting, we're prepared, and we're going to help families get through this time as short or as drastic or as long as it might be. You need to have faith, trust, and confidence that you have a plan and you have a team behind you to help you hold through to that plan so you don't end up making maybe the wrong decisions at the wrong time.
0: Right. And so we have to take a, a quick break here. Uh, but before we do, I, I want to offer our listeners, you have a new book, Uh, that came out not too long ago. Yeah. And I'm excited about that book. Uh, What's the title of the book again?
1: So thanks for asking. The book is called Empower Your Retirement, Plan for the Best, Prepare for the Worst.
0: Awesome. And so for our listeners out there, of course, it's available on Amazon. But if they want to get a copy, uh, they can just be one of the first 10 people to call in. So the next 10 callers to call in can get a complimentary copy of the book, No Charge, and all they have to do is pick up the phone and call the office at 989 835 7203. That number again is 989 835 7203. So stay tuned. We're going to be right back with more of your Financial Empower Hour with our host, Jason Kreiderman, right after this. And welcome back to your Financial Empower Hour. I'm your co host, Tony Shore. I'm here with our host, Jason Kreiderman. Jason great show so far today. We're talking about some of the problems that are going on out there, but there is a light at the end of the tunnel. We also want to be positive. Now, I read a few talking heads and heard a few talking heads talking about how they think we may be headed to a bear market. Nobody has a crystal ball. No one knows. But if we are headed into a bear market, first of all, for our listeners who don't know, what's a bear market?
1: So I think there's a lot of different uh, definitions, Tony, of a bear market. So that's important to talk about with our listeners out there. Sure. Even when we've looked at like, well, gee, what is a uh, what is a textbook definition of a bear market? You know, I think if you really, I like to relate that to each family and kind of ask them themselves, hey, if if the market were down a certain level for a certain amount of time, which are Kind of in the variable of a definition of a a bear market. Sure. How comfortable are you with your portfolio? What would be your comfortable levels of a bear market? Sure. Uh, Because really, you know, somebody might say, gee, a bear market could be minus 20%, that's more than six months. Well, but if a family's not willing to go down more than 10%, or, or, you know, they're not willing to go down more That's than a bear
0: market for them.
1: That's a bear market for them. Yeah, so that's a great point. You know, at the end of the day, we have to be careful to listen to other people's definitions. Yeah. Whether it be our friend, our true. neighbor, or even, hey, but this is what Fidelity says, or Warren Buffett. Well, sure. I, I get it, but are you Fidelity or Warren Buffett? Um, no. So, so, again, we have to relate it to each individual family and investor. Yeah, we'll tell them, hey, here's what a bear market Here's what people define a bear market is out on Wall Street for the average investor. But let's talk about you. Uh, If your money were to fall 5%, 10%, 20%, and we knew this was going to maybe last three to six months or longer, how would that make you feel? Would you be okay? And if the answer is no, then it doesn't matter what the definition of bear market is. We have to help that family based on their thoughts and feelings about their money.
0: Yeah, for sure. And I, I, I love that. Uh, And that's true. I I didn't really think about that because you hear these definitions, you know, uh, when you read uh, Forbes or whatever, but you're right. Everybody's Mm -hmm. situation is different. And, you know, Warren Buffett's bear market is definitely not my bear market. Definitely He's playing, not mine either. I mean, uh, yeah. I mean, that's real money to you and I, isn't it, Jason? Oh, man. <laughs> no, no, it's actually
1: not, Tony. I, you know, I look at <laughs> some of those true. numbers and those zeros that's and I true. think knock off five or six zeros, it's, I can relate to that. But yeah, I mean, it's, <laughs> so we think about that money out there. And, and sure. so, yeah, we really have to just focus on what is it what does it mean to us? How does it pertain to us? because uh, everybody has such different feelings and emotions about their money, and everybody's in a different financial situation.
0: Yeah, for sure. Well, that is so true. But now we're getting to the point where our, vis- our, our listeners might think, hey, uh, what tips do you have for me uh, when the market is this volatile, when there are global issues happening uh, like the Ukraine that could affect our economy? Uh, the key is having a plan, isn't it? That's where we start.
1: Well, yeah, absolutely, Tony. And that's it. I mean, whether we, whether we are up 20%, down 20% in the overall stock market and whether our stomach for risk or loss or making money is different than our neighbors or all that stuff really is irrelevant when we base it on our plan, as you mentioned, Tony. Uh, everybody should have a written financial plan. We call ours your financial empowerment plan. And in our plan, there's five different aspects. There's an asset management plan, which talks about your risks and your fees there's a tax management plan, there's an asset protection plan, there's an estate planning and legacy gifting plan. So these are all different written plans that you should have. And your financial management plan should talk about your risk tolerance and should be all encompassing and and go over, gee, if the market's up 20, 30, 40%, where do you want to be? And if the market goes down 20, 30, 40%, where are you okay and comfortable being? And your plan should be tailored and built around you, your goals and objectives and your money. And, yeah. and that's important. Remember that a lot of people say, well, I do this because my neighbor or my brother huh. or so-and-so said to do this. Or I, I heard it on Motley Fool. You know, I read it on Motley Fool or I heard it on uh, Dave Ramsey or, you know, whatever it might be. And as as awesome as those sources very well may be. And, and you should definitely take that information into consideration. You also need to step back and say, but how should my plan be drafted for me?
0: And that's what you do for your clients. And that's what you and your staff do uh, to help all the people you work with. Absolutely. And I know you'd love to help our listeners with that. Uh, And even if they feel they have a plan, they should probably be getting a second opinion, right? And you can't get... a second opinion from the person that gave you the 1st is <laughs> what you they know, say.
1: It's funny you say that, Tony, because you know a lot of people out there today—they they do have a plan, or or they think they have a plan. Yeah, there you go. Um, or they don't have a plan. So those are really the three types of listeners that we have out yep. there today: those of you that have a plan, those of you that think you have a plan, and then those of you that don't have a plan. And and it's okay to be any of those three. Sure. And as you mentioned, Tony, it's hard to get a second opinion from the first set of eyes. And so before my grandpa passed, my dad's dad, uh, years ago, he had cancer and unfortunately lost lost the battle to that ultimately. Uh, but I can remember every year he traveled the country in a motor home. He would go to Texas and Louisiana and all these cancer research centers. And he was always getting a second opinion. And I remember saying, well, grandpa, you know, you, you just had a second opinion. Why don't you just go back to, you know, the per-. He, said, he said the exact same thing. You can't get a second opinion from the first set of eyes. And he always followed that up with a second opinion only hurts when you don't get it. And Ah. and so that really drilled a lot into me to say, what does it hurt for our listeners out there today? What does it hurt to get a second opinion? You're going to find out one of two things, Tony, you're going to find out number one, you're on the right track. You're doing everything you should be today. And that's a pat yourself on the back and sleep good at night, knowing you're on the right road. Sure. The other thing you might get out of a second opinion is gee, Maybe I'm not on the right road. Maybe there's some things I'm doing today that that now that times have changed, and maybe now I'm into or getting ready for retirement. That maybe there's some things I used to do I shouldn't do anymore, uh, or maybe there's some things I never thought of, I didn't know about that maybe I should look at doing now and adding to my portfolio to help enhance my 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 retirement versus just keep doing what I'm doing.
0: Yeah, exactly. And you know, obviously, uh, you want to. So the first step you're talking about here to deal with. Uh, market volatility and the ups and downs uh, of the economy and the market. To deal with that, the first step is to uh, get a plan in place and get that opinion and get it set up. Uh, so your first step is to probably, if, say if a listener comes in, uh, mm-hmm. you would take a look at where they're
1: at. Well, that's really where we start, Jones yep. Yeah, and that's it. So, like, if you think you have a plan today, or you do have one—a written plan or it's informal—however that is, you're exactly right, Tony. Is to say, hey, let's on a phone call or an office visit, let's take a look at where you are today. Let's take a look at your plan, as formal or informal as it might be. It's yours. So, let's take a look at where you are today. And yeah. in our portfolio stress test and second opinion, we're going to look at what type of risk exposure do you have today. How much of your money is in what we call riskier investments? They're in the market. They go up and down. Uh, what level of risk is, are those dollars exposed to? Are we at conservative risk, which is lower? Are we at moderate risk or were, are we at an elevated higher risk exposure with those dollars? And then how much of your money today might be in what we call safer investments? Um money that isn't at risk, doesn't go up and down. It, it either stays where it is or goes up a little bit. So assessing the level of risk um, is very important to see where are you starting from today. And then we try to help bring value to the table of whether you have a plan today or you need a plan, what should you do based on where you are today, the current economic conditions to move forward and make a positive impact on your financial future?
0: There you go. And, and I like that. I mean, obviously, you want to look and make sure, hey, are all my retirement funds at risk right now? Or is there a balance? And maybe I need some more risk because my time horizon is longer. Mm-hmm. Yet you look at all the factors, and I like that. And that's how you, you, people sleep well at night. You get that peace of mind mm-hmm. by having that plan in place. And I love how you look at the big picture. We're going to talk about some of the more of the aspects of the big picture planning that you do for people to deal with this type of thing, but first we need to take another quick break. And before we take that break, uh tell us about your book. Now, uh you wrote a book. That must have taken a while, number it one.
1: Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean for it, it took a long time. You know, and never my dad and I never thought when we opened our business twenty years ago in the spare bedroom of my house, who, who would have thought we'd ha- we'd have put in a we'd have written a book that you could go out and buy on Amazon uh, but here we are. We did that, and it's been one of the greatest experiences of our lives because in the pages of this book, we were able to really share 20 years of experiences of how we've been able to help families, and, and, and it's just been very empowering for us. And so we like to share all this information and share the book with our listeners.
0: Yeah, I think that's great. And speaking of sharing of the listeners, you guys are quite generously giving away a number of copies uh, again on the show, and I love that. So, the next 10 folks that call up say they heard about it on the radio show and leave their information, uh, just call 989 835 7203. Uh, The next 10 callers will get a copy of the book at no cost to you, no shipping charge, uh, no obligation. Again, that number is 989 835 7203. And I encourage our listeners to give you a call. Also, you have a lot of great resources on your website, and that is GreatLakesInvestmentAdvisors.com. So stay tuned. We're going to be right back with more of your Financial Empower Hour and our host, Jason Kreiderman, right after this. And welcome back to your Financial Empower Hour. I'm your co-host, Dr. Tony Shore. (laughs) I slipped a doctor in there. Did you notice that? I I caught that. Uh, (laughs) That's not true. But Uh, It sounded good. That's my radio name. But Jason, uh, our host is Jason Kreiderman. And Jason, I'm glad you're here with me to answer some of these questions and some of our listeners' questions about having a financial plan in place and a retirement plan in place uh, to really look at the risk uh, that our retirement money might be in, uh, especially with the markets going crazy. So uh, what's the next step? We talked about coming in getting a plan started, then you take a risk analysis assessment to see where your personal risk tolerance is at. Uh, not yours, Jason, but uh, our listeners and your that's clients. Right, yep. uh, you look and fo- talk to them and uh, find out where their risk tolerance is. What's the next step?
1: Yeah, so that's really the first step, Tony, is just is coming in and uh, sitting down and taking a look at where you are today and, and putting together that portfolio stress test and a second opinion. So once we have a, a good idea of where you are today, where you're starting from and what your comfort levels are, what your goals and objectives are moving into the next one, three, five, ten 10 years or more in retirement, what your comfort levels are, then we can really take the next step and start to either tweak the current plan you already have or start from scratch and put together a comprehensive, holistic financial empowerment plan. And inside that empowerment plan, we're going to talk about risk exposure. How much of your money should be exposed to the stock market, where it's sure. going to go up and down. Uh, and again, remembering there's three different levels of risk exposure. There's conservative, which means not very much risk at all, but still in the market. And then there's moderate. And, and then there's obviously growth or aggressive. Uh, sure. And of course, in the in really in the last two years or so, People are feeling a lot different today, Tony, or in the last 30 days, than they felt for two years. And the reason being, because really, since March of 20, when COVID hit, uh, yes, the market fell, but ever since then, it's been going almost straight up like a rocket ship. And, uh, and and so a lot of people don't don't get worried or concerned when that's happening. And all of a sudden, the last 30 days or so here in the market, uh, we're seeing turbulence. We're seeing the market go down. We're not. We're not feeling as good. We're not, you know, we're starting to think different about our money. So, again, having a plan proactively that says, look, we're going to plan for the market to always go up. But we're realists. We know that doesn't always happen. So when the market goes up, we want our families to capture as much of that market as you possibly can based on your comfort levels and your risk and your goals but we also want to prepare for the worst. So when we come into these times right now where the market is mm-hmm. very volatile and, and we could be sliding uh, sliding more come the next week, month, or year, uh, we want our families to feel comfortable and confident with their money, that they have a written plan that says if this stuff starts happening and this turbulence gets worse, our money's already – prepared for that. We have a team of money managers behind our plan, our written plan that says, when this happens, here's what we're going to do. Here's what they're going to do for us. And and you mentioned it a little earlier, Tony, you know, that helps our families sleep good. It helps them sleep good at night, even through these rough, turbulent times.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Because the one thing you don't want to do, and I know you've told me this before, Jason, is you don't want to let your emotions play too big of a role in your finances. You don't that's want to get right. emotional and make decisions that are solely based on uh, knee-jerk reactions or emotions. And we're that's all right. susceptible to that. I mean, anybody can do that. Obviously, you know, if you have money in something and it drops 20%,
1: you're going to be emotional. Well, absolutely. But, and that that's important to point that out for our listeners today, Tony, that if you have those feelings, thoughts, fears, questions, that's okay. That's normal. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that's normal to have those. You just want to be careful what is your reaction to those thoughts or feelings you're having.
0: And what do you have a plan in place and are you working with a financial services professional like yourself who's going to uh, have a plan in place that can deal with those uh ups and downs. And that's yeah, yep, that's that's right. what we're talking about here today. But really, I think the next uh, the next step then it sounds like you know, after you do the risk analysis, then the next step, what you're talking about here is asset allocation, right? You look at uh, all of what they have, whether it's a 401k or a pension, social security, um, 403b, what have you, IRAs, uh, you look at where their assets are located and what their money's doing, right?
1: Yeah, that's right, Tony. And that's really the next step after the portfolio stress test is to say, okay, now we know where you are today uh, based on your current exposure. Are are you happy with that? Is that okay with you? And if so, then we want to look at the, or if not, we've had some families say, yeah, I'm okay with my, my level of exposure to risk and my amount of safe money. Well, then we go to the next level and say, okay, well, let's talk about how you are allocated and diversified. And that's very important, Tony, that people understand, our listeners understand out there that there's two different words that are very important when we start talking about risk and return and, and really a well diversified balanced portfolio. And that is how much allocation do you have to wear and what's your diversification inside those allocations?
0: Sure. And so when we we talk about uh, allocation, you know, what money what money is in what bucket to put yep. it simply. Mm-hmm. And then diversification, a lot of people think, well, my 401k and IRA is diversified. I'm in a lot of different stocks. Well, that's 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 not necessarily that's diversification within the stock market
1: it, possibly. It can be. It could be. <laughs> yeah, it
0: could be. Yeah. Uh, but there can also be they could also be duplicating their actions which could negate Absolutely. some of the benefits and they could also have uh not enough money in uh you know principal protected or liquidity so that's right you yep. have to you really need a balance even more than diversification you need what's called balance right
1: yeah and really balance comes out in again. Both aspects, your allocation, how much do you have in riskier stock market stuff, stock market investments, and how much do you have in safer? And that's a balance. And it's a matter of what is your risk challenge? How much are you willing to lose the next time the market does correct itself, 10, 20, 30 percent? How much are you okay? How much are you willing to lose? That helps us determine what your balance of your allocation should be. And then your diversification, you're absolutely right, Tony. You have to have balance in your diversification. And like you mentioned, we've had a lot of families that they come in and they, and they bring in, maybe it's their 401k statement or another IRA or Roth. And, and let's say they have 20 or 30 things that they own, uh, mutual funds, whatever. whatever you, and, and we're like, wow. And they say, yes, we're diversified. Look at that. We own 20 things. So inside our portfolio stress test, we identify, well, what are those 20 things invested in? And it never surprises me Tony to see somebody comes in the door they're very well they think they're very well diversified they have 20 different things come to find out after we run their portfolio stress test 17 of those things are invested in all the same stocks 98% of their portfolio is not diversified it's really they'd be okay if they had four things they'd have just as much diversification as yeah. they do today with 20 things
0: yeah yeah. And a lot of people don't realize how much risk they have. They think, well, I They really I mean, don't, Tony. Yeah. They really don't. Yeah. Because if it's in the stock market, it's all at risk. And, and you're not saying don't invest in the stock market. That's- Oh, absolutely Im- not. It's important to do that, but you yes, also sir. have to have a balance. And, and you look at other things, even uh, like social security and help your- Clients maximize that, don't you?
1: Well, it's not all. Yeah, I mean, it's at the end of the day when we talk about your financial empowerment plan. Yeah, there's going to be a risk management plan that talks about your portfolio and your investments, but there's also a an income management plan. This is okay, like Tony just mentioned with Social Security. Man, Social Security is crazy. There's so many different choices and options and ages, and uh, you know, it's a matter of helping a family determine what is the most optimal time for you and or maybe your spouse to take Social Security. What are your choices? What are your options and what makes the most sense to you? And again, a Social Security decision, please, please do not make your Social Security decision based on what your neighbor, your brother-in-law, your golf buddy, a friend at church, uh, because everybody is so, so in such different situations and positions in lives that you can listen to them and then bounce it off a... A fiduciary advisor, bounce it off someone like ourselves or somebody else in the industry that this is all we do to help you determine based on that information they gave you what's truly in your best interest. Because uh, we've right. seen, unfortunately, a lot of times where people will come in and sit down with us, Tony, and we'll say, so why did you invest in what you invested in? Or why did you take Social Security at the time you did? And they say, well, because that's what my neighbor told me to do. And <laughs> and, and ultimately, yeah. and it's common, it's common, but ultimately it very well may not be in, in their best interest.
0: Yeah, exactly. Well, hey, we do have to take another quick break. Uh, Time just flies by and then we'll come back and then we'll come back for our last segment of the show. But before we take that break, uh, Jason, I want to let our listeners know one more time uh, about that special offer we have for your book. They can get a copy of your book and it's great. This isn't just some little pamphlet. This is an actual book and it has a lot of great information in it, uh, yet it's not a tough read Uh, but it it really gets you going on the right track for your finances. So uh, please uh, pick up the phone, call in the next 10 callers, get a complimentary copy of the book. If you want more, you can always go on amazon.com as well and look it up. But uh, that number to get a copy of the book is 989-835-7203. Again, that's 989-835-7203. And we're going to be right back with more of your Financial Empower Hour right after this. And welcome back to your Financial Empower Hour. I'm your co-host, Tony Shore. I'm here with Jason Kreiderman. Jason, great show so far today. You've given us a lot to chew on so far. At the end of our last segment, we were talking about social security. And I know this is a big part of how you help your clients and at least the starting point of having a financial plan because it's it's really the basis. Uh, it, it's not all it's not it's just something that you know will be there uh, at least a certain amount. And so you have to look at that. but there are ways to maximize social security and you have a report you can run for your clients and for our listeners out there, don't you?
1: Yeah, we certainly do Tony and you know thinking back to the the 20 years that my dad and I and our teams have been in business helping families organize and manage their financial affairs into and through retirement. Uh, almost every single family or investor we've ever met, Tony, has told us there is no retirement without income. (laughs) You know, if you think about that, you know, yes, we're we're no longer going to go to work every day. We're no longer going to earn a paycheck. However, we cannot enjoy life in retirement and all those retirement goals and dreams and those bucket lists with the kids and the grandkids and traveling. That's pretty darn tough to do without income. Mm -hmm. So that is a major part of our our job and our responsibility, our legal responsibility to the families we help being fiduciary advisors is to help them make sure that they have a solid income plan into and through retirement. And some of our families are going to want or have pieces of their income plan that are guaranteed. And you mentioned social security. That's one of them that right now under current law, um, you know, there's a lot lot of people are scared and have questions, concerns about social security um, and, and maybe for, for, for right reasons, but I think Social Security will always be there for us as income. It might change, meaning more taxation, less, you know, things will change. However, there are so many different options and choices for streams of income out there that every family really needs to take into consideration which options and choices pertain to you. And yeah. Social Security is really one that most of us are going to collect some form of income, whether it be a third or 60%, whatever it might be, Social Security is, it does play a role as a, a fair to good portion of most retirees incomes into and through retirement. And, and as you know, Tony, right now, as we see Social Security, that is an income that's guaranteed for life. Uh, we like to call that mailbox money, that any type of income you can turn into guaranteed income for life, like a pension, like Social Security, maybe income out of some form of guaranteed annuity contract. Those are what we call mailbox money. That way, every Tuesday you go to the mailbox and you know that paycheck's going to be there. Whether the stock market's up 40% or down 40%, that same paycheck and that same dollar amount is in that same mailbox the same day of every month. And and so that really helps all of our families feel very comfortable and confident about their income and about their income plan into and through retirement, no matter what the heck the market's doing that day, that week, or that month.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's a great point. And I know you talk about that in your book. Uh, uh, Jason, you and your dad, Carl, wrote this book, Empower Your Retirement. It's called, uh, and I love the subtitle, Plan for the Best, Prepare for the Worst. Yeah, I love it. Great book. Uh, The cover is great too, by the way. I like that. Um, But uh, you talk about that and uh, you guys have been in business together here in Michigan so long. And you're specialists in wealth management and retirement income planning and your fiduciary financial advisors. So it's great that you did this, uh wrote this book, but you're right. Uh you really need to have that um uh paycheck money in retirement. Once your working paycheck stops, what you have you have to pay yourself, right? Well that's and so, it. I mean,
1: there's still you still have expenses. And, yeah. You know, the bills don't stop. You may stop working, the paychecks may stop from your employer, but the bills don't stop. And generally at that point in time, when you freed up uh, all those working hours in a week, maybe 30, 40, 60 hours a week, you just freed up into free time. You're going to start doing more stuff, more hobbies, more passions, more time traveling, whatever that might be. And boy, I don't know about you, Tony, but I've never met anyone that can fulfill those retirement goals and dreams and not have the money to do it with.
0: Well, yeah, you're going to have a hard time traveling or getting that RV or going on cruises or doing the things you want to do, taking the grandkids to Disney Mm -hmm. World. Uh, without having that uh, income. And you want to be able to live comfortably, first of all, and then be able to do the things you worked so hard for all those years. You know, you've been working 50 years. You want to be able to relax your last 20, right? Or uh, get out there and do the things you want to do, not necessarily relax, but have the money to do what you want to do. So I, I think that's the key to this whole thing. And, and you do talk about that as well uh, in your book. And so I keep bringing up the book because I just hope our listeners will give it a read. It's so good. Um, it's a great book, and it's called Empower Your Retirement, Plan for the Best, but Prepare for the Worst. And I know that's your motto, uh, Jason, and it's a good one. And each week, we're going to talk about topics uh, to hopefully enable our listeners out there to do that, to plan for the best, but yet be prepared for the worst, And that's why we talk about where the market's at, you know, be prepared for that bear market. And, you know, like you said at the beginning of the show, that bear market might mean a drop in 10% to you, to others. It might not happen until it drops 20%, but it is, uh, it is, has been going down and there is market volatility that's going to come and go. So uh, it's really important to be prepared. Now, uh, is there anything else you want to add before we go today?
1: Well, I think you just hit the nail right on the head there, Tony. Um, Volatility, market turbulence, whatever you want to call it, um, it, it's real. And I think we're experiencing that a little more now and maybe the last couple of weeks here than we were used to over the last couple of years. But we need to be very aware of it. We need to be very uh, conscious of it. And we need to have a good idea of how will this volatility whether it be a, I consider 10% down a bear market or I consider 40% down a bear market. Whatever it is, it's different for every listener out there today, Tony. But no matter what happens, um, like you say, the subtitle of the book is Plan for the Best. But prepare for the worst and maybe down 10 percent is the worst for you. Then you need to get a second opinion to know if the market does fall 10 percent, how much will that impact your money? How much will you lose? And are you okay with that? Uh, So, again, just throwing numbers out there is, is one thing, but really taking a look at how it relates to you and your portfolio, not only in the past, but today and moving forward. That's really important. And, and again, that's what myself my dad as fiduciary advisors, that's what we do uh, to help families. Try to make sure, number one, are they on the right road? Number two, is there anything they need to consider doing differently to help them not only today, but to hopefully get into and live a successful, happy retirement?
0: All right. Well, thanks, Jason. And that's the goal for all of us. And listeners, before we go, I want to let you know how you can set up that no charge consultation. Uh, with Jason and uh, the folks in his office, and get a complimentary copy of his new book, Empower Your Retirement, Plan for the Best, Prepare for the Worst. Just pick up the phone and call 989-835-7203. I'll say that again, 989-835-7203 or just go to GreatLakesInvestmentAdvisors.com. Thanks for tuning in. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of Your Financial and Power Hour with our host, Jason Kreider. Thank you for listening to Your Financial Power Hour. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Carl and Jason Kreiderman at Great Lakes Investment Advisor. Call 989 848 1188 or visit them online at Great Lakes Investment Investment advisory services offered through Great Lakes Investment Advisors, Inc., a registered investment advisor with the state of Michigan. Insurance products and services offered through Senior Financial Strategies, Inc., PBA, Great Lakes Financial Freedom Group. Great Lakes Investment Advisors, Inc., and Senior Financial Strategies, Inc., are affiliated companies. Carl and Jason Breiterman and Great Lakes Investment Advisors are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representative